Parenting Truths, the podcast that brings you honest parenting conversations to give you validation and motivation during those challenging days. Today is the first wisdom episode. So every third week, I'm going to bring you two episodes during that week. The guest episodes will still remain at the core of the podcast. They'll be released every Monday, but every third Monday, I'll bring you a snippet episode. And then on the Friday of that week, I'll bring you a short wisdom episode, which will essentially be me diving into some research or exploring a post I've made on my blog or on social media. Or of course, some weeks I'll share a personal experience or something my family and I have gone through recently. And today I share a personal experience when my wife and I arranged an activity for our little one and it just didn't go to plan. That can be very challenging for us as parents, especially when we pay for and pre-book those activities and our little ones just aren't feeling it. And before we dive in, remember, parenting is all about progress, not perfection. And we're rolling. Welcome to the Parenting Truths podcast. Today, I'm joined by myself. So this is going to be my first solo episode. So to provide you with a little bit of context, I think we're on, this is episode number 16 now. So every third week I'm going to be bringing you two episodes so the guest episodes will still continue every single Monday that will remain the core of the podcast Um, but essentially every third week on a Monday I'll be bringing you a snippet from a previous episode so that will be a 5, 10, 15 minute clip that I feel will provide some validation, motivation, inspiration to parents. And then that same week on a Friday, I've titled these episodes Wisdom Episodes. So it will just be me talking a much shorter episode. I'll be diving in maybe to a piece of research I've read, um, a piece of content I've shared on social media, or just sharing a personal experience or insight that my family and I have gone through recently. So that's the context. Um, Today I'm going to be talking about activities, pre-booked activities, expectations versus reality. It's something that comes up quite a lot on my Instagram. You've booked a fantastic weekend away or you've booked a trip to Legoland. You've paid money. Your expectations are up here. Your child is going to go along. They're going to have fun. And when they're not, when they're not cooperating, when they're not playing ball, when they're pushing back, then we assume that they are naughty, they're not grateful. And I'm going to just share a personal experience that my wife and I went through recently with our five-year-old. So we've just come back from a weekend in Bluestone. For those of you that are unaware, Bluestone is... A holiday park here in the UK, similar to Centre Parks, which you've got in England, but Bluestone is in West Wales. Um, I'd say Centre Parks is more tailored towards older kids. In Bluestone, one of the plus, or two, two of the pluses actually, are you get a golf buggy to navigate around the park, which is really fun for the little ones. And it's in West Wales, so a beautiful location. You've got beaches surrounding you. You could go to Saundersfoot, Tenby. You've got things like Folly Farm, the Dinosaur Park, Manor Wildlife Park. 
Um, and also one of our one of our favourite places in the whole world actually is called um, is a beach a secluded beach called Barrafundal Bay. Now it's constantly voted one of the best beaches in Europe, and it's always fairly quiet because it's very isolated. You need to go to a car park in Stackpole Quay if you're keen to visit. And it's National Trust, so you have to pay for parking. There isn't many amenities around, if any. There's just a cafe, a really good cafe that sells ice cream, coffee and the like. But once you venture to the beach, you need to climb up a lot of stairs and walk through a field that is usually full of cows. Now, if you're watching this on on YouTube, I will try and lay over some videos um, of Barrafundal Bay because it's absolutely beautiful um, and it never gets overrun because obviously once the car parks fall there's not much there's not anywhere really for people to park so they have to um, go to another nearby beach so this is a, a beautiful beach and highly recommended not to deviate from the conversation so this this past weekend we were in Bluestone and we pre-booked an activity uh, pirates activity so it's a one-hour activity for kids where you go onto a stage and you engage with two of the animation team who are dressed up as pirates and you get to hunt for treasure and you also get to build swords out of cardboard and things like that so a lovely activity we thought our five-year-old was going to love it and it was going to be great now i think the first mistake we made as parents is before we went to the activity, we stopped by the shop because we promised our little one that we'd get something from the shop. We we're on holiday, so we bought him a sword set. So he had a sword, a shield, and um, some armor. So absolutely loved this. He was super proud of himself. And I think one thing that I've realized now is he wanted to keep it on him because he wanted to actually show it off, especially to the pirates that were part of the uh, animation team. So when we got there, I think there were maybe 10, 12 other kids. Now I'm thinking about it rationally. A lot. Luca was one of the oldest, so there were a lot of three-year-olds and a lot of four-year-olds. And immediately, Luca didn't really fancy it. He didn't want to get involved. He got involved initially, and then when the task came round to build the sword out of cardboard, he was like, I don't need to build a sword. I've got my sword here. We've just bought one. And I was both my wife and I were like, well, it's, it's part of the activity, Luca. You build a sword with everyone else and then, you know, you showcase it to the pirates and you have a little practice battle with the sword. You can't really do that with yours because it's made of plastic. And he was like, no, that's boring. I, I've got my sword here. I don't want to I, I don't want to do that. And we're like, right. So we spoke to him and we encouraged him to build the sword. So we, we, we did a, a half-assed attempt at building a sword. It was getting a little bit stressy because you could see he just wasn't feeling it. It was pre-booked, we paid, and naturally you're like, well, don't be so ungrateful, you know, really get involved. Let's, we, we didn't say that to him, but that's the sort of the mindset you're thinking. My wife, we were obviously with our almost seven-month-old baby, Mia, decided to baby wear Mia and go for a little walk. And then eventually he said, you know, this is boring. I don't want to do this. It isn't fun. It's not for me. Thinking about it now rationally, you know, for a five-year-old who now is at school, who is, you know, 
starting to read, he's reading sentences, he's writing, his probably expectations for an activity are up here and building a sword out of cardboard probably isn't that fun. And thinking about it now probably is boring for him. So again, in the moment though, you know, with all of this mist around, you're just fixated on this is a pre-booked activity. As I pushed a bit firmer, he then pushed back and that power struggle began. So my wife returned, we sat him down and we looked at each other. You may or may not um, feel this is permissive. Feel free to provide some insight, send me a message on Instagram or drop me an email, thedadvibes at gmail.com. We spoke to, spoke to him and we like, right, you're clearly not feeling this, okay? You clearly, we've just bought you a sword and some armor. You just want to go and play. Let's just call it a day and we'll go and do something else. We were all on the same page and that's what we did. I didn't feel, I think there were like 10, 15 minutes left. There didn't seem to be any more value. He wasn't getting involved. He wasn't feeling it. As adults, if we feel something's boring, it doesn't pique our interest. It's going to be painful. I remember one time, I absolutely love snooker. So snooker, I don't know if it's popular in America, but it's one of my favourite sports. I'd say football, soccer is one of my is my most favourite sport, and then you've got snooker in a very strong second. So years ago, before we were parents, my wife booked me snooker tickets to go and watch a snooker match. Now, if you have zero interest in snooker, watching snooker is probably the most painful thing you can do. And I could see immediately. We sat down. Snooker is long and drawn out. It's tactical. It's over hours and hours. And I could see... <laughs> My, it was very painful for my wife. So she went to toilet between frames. And when she returned, obviously, if you don't return quick enough, they draw the curtain and you can't disturb the match. So you have to wait for a frame to end. So bearing in mind, a frame could last up to an hour. She was waiting in the wings until that frame finished. And then she could return and <laughs> watch the rest of the match, which I don't think she was keen on, but she was taking one for the team. So thank you, Laura, for that. But in that moment... I could see that she found, found it painful. But as an adult, she could regulate herself. It's completely different for our little ones. Often they wear their heart on, the sleeve, on their sleeve, and rightly so, you know, they're still learning, they're still developing. And in that moment, he was open and honest, this is boring. To provide a juxtaposition, so let's fast forward um, literally 20 minutes. So we jumped in the golf buggy. My wife and I looked at each other, well, that was a complete waste of money. What a waste of time. It would have been great, you know, if Luca could have got involved. But, you know, we had to listen to him a little bit. It's very, very infrequent he's like that. So clearly it wasn't for him. Um, we jump in the golf buggy. We drive around the park and we pull up by the woods. Now, the motto of Bluestone is free range fun. Now, they've got a woodland walk where there's... Um, different instruments dotted around the woods there's different clues there's different um ornaments and um gnomes and goblins and fairies that you can sort of identify and find in and around the woods so we parked up and literally had the best hour we could have imagined it was a complete shift it was unbelievable that it was the same day we literally i, I think i was baby wearing mia and Luca just explored the woods, played. There was a bridge and a stream and he bumped into another kid that he befriended. Laura and I spoke to the parents and it turned out that they live literally 
10 minutes from us. Um, and that was a lovely interaction with them. Luca made a new friend. And it was brilliant to think that we just parked up next to the woods and just allowed Luca to take the lead. And he had an hour of absolutely amazing fun. And yet there was absolutely no expectations from us. It was free. We just explored the woods. We went, went with the flow and it was just amazing. And I think I know and I can see how if you're overly firm in those moments, it can absolutely derail an entire day. And it's completely, well, it's, just, it's just not fun for anyone. It's not fun for the parent and it's not fun for the child. And the child can maybe get a little bit insular and start thinking that they've done something wrong and that they're naughty and that maybe they should have enjoyed the activity and maybe they will enjoy the activity to please the parent. But my wife and I were on the same page in that moment. Just a little um, bite-sized piece of information there um, from a personal experience. Let me know what you think of these type of episodes. I'm just going to put the camera on, let it roll, and just basically do a brain dump of information, and hopefully some parents will find it helpful. But often, you know, we do expect too much of our little ones, and when they do push back, certainly in those pre-arranged activities, it could be a trip to Legoland, it could be a trip to the beach. When we sort of force our own expectations on them when they're trying to talk to us, then that opens up that power struggle and it can completely derail an afternoon, um, derail a day. Um, whereas if we just maybe pause and take a step back, I didn't do that in that moment. You know, I was certainly encouraging Luca and pushing him to get involved. But sometimes as parents, you do need to read the room. And I feel like I did that in that moment along with my wife um you know it could have gone differently but it opened the door to having a lovely afternoon um so yeah just some food for thought and i'll be back with you next week so let me just get up the schedule so as i say every monday i'm gonna be rolling with a new guest episode so on monday i'm joined by logan donnelly kiwi dad um, he's a dad from New Zealand who's had a very, very unique journey into parenthood. He suffered from a lot of infertility and he just goes into a lot of detail about that journey. Super interesting chat and I'm really keen to get Logan on. I think there was a 13 hour time difference if we can get our schedules to align again. And then the following week I'm joined by Zoe Blasky who is... Founder of the Motherkind podcast, one of the most popular parenting podcasts in the world. I think it's been downloaded almost four million times. She shared recently on her Instagram over the last six months, she's had 700,000 downloads. So we go into a lot of interesting stuff about conscious parenting. She's had guests from Dr. Garbo Mate, Dr. Becky Kennedy, Dr. Gordon Newfald. So we talk about all things parenting and conscious parenting. So I'm looking to sh uh, forward to sharing that episode with you. And then the week after that one is when we come back to the third week loop. So on the Monday following, Zoe Blasky will be the snippet episode. And then on the Friday will be another one of these wisdom episodes. So I hope you enjoy them. It's important to listen to the listeners, literally. Um, I can see that a lot of listeners enjoy the shorter form content. A lot of listeners enjoy the longer form episodes. So I'm going to try and find a balance of the two. Um, it's a brand new podcast. As I said, I think we're on episode 16. Um, a long way to go. 
I'm just focused on bringing you open and honest parenting conversations and I can hope it can bring you some motivation or inspiration. So thank you for joining me and I'll be back next week with another episode. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.